Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. Okay, today we're going to learn Daf Lamed Amud Beis, and Daf Lamed Amud Beis begins. Um, we're up to the bottom of Daf Lamed Amud Aleph. Hahu um, Tanura, about six lines from the bottom. So the Gemara says as follows: Hahu Tanura de Tochu there was an oven that they smeared with like the fat fats of, 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 of an animal, meat, basar, fleshig. And they smeared the oven because they thought it would give a nice taste to the uh, to the food that's burning in that that's cooking in that oven. So Osra Rava Bar Ahiloi Rava Bar Ahiloi said that this oven is Usr Lemechle Larifta to eat, it's also to eat bread that was baked in this oven, afilu b'milcha, even to eat the bread with salt. So there's no basar b'chalav here. It's just, uh, it's just eating bread with salt, and the bread is a shtickle fleishing because it was baked in an oven that was smeared with, with flesh. But, uh, but he was afraid, um, and, and this is la'olam, this is forever, even after they refire up the oven, and it seems like they burned out the oven, it's still going to be Aser. Why? Dilma Asi Lemechle Bekuscha. Maybe you'll come to eat the bread with Kusach. Kusach is a Milchige dip. So, because Rava Barahiloi was concerned that you might eat the bread with a Milchige dip, so he said that you're not allowed to eat the bread at all. And this is both right after they smeared it, or even after they were massacred, even after they, they fired it back up. You cannot knead dough with milk. We don't make milk like a bread. And if you did knead dough with bread with, with milk, kol hapas kula asura, the entire loaf of bread is usur. It's usur to eat. Because it's easy to come to an Avera, because it's common to eat bread with meat. And now this is milchiga bread, and you might forget and eat it with milk, with, with meat. Similarly, and I'm turning the Amat Alamin Amit Beis. You can't smear an oven with tail, with the, with the fatty tail of a sheep. The imtash, and if you did smear the oven with it, which is similar to the case that we started with, kol hapas kula asura, the entire, every bread that's made from it is asur, and here the b'risa says something different. It says, ad shayasek tanner until you fire up the tanner. But once you fire up the tanner and you burn it out from the flesh that was rubbed on it, from the meat that was rubbed on it, then, it, then it's mutter. So it comes out that if you would fire up the tanner, you would re-fire it up and burn it out. Then it would be mutter. So we slugged up, we disproved Rava Bar Ahiloi, even though his concern is valid that if you smear the walls of a oven with meat that... It's a problem for the bread that's baked in it, but once you fire up and burn out the oven, it would be mutter. Omale Ravina le Ravashi. So Ravina said to Ravashi, V'chimei achar di'i toisav, Rava bar Ahiloi. Once Rava bar Ahiloi was, was up kishlagd, once we, we disproved Rava bar Ahiloi, 
So it comes out that you, if a keli um, absorbs tray for chametz on Pesach, you know, menageh to Pesach, so that there's an option that you could burn it out. So amayka omar rav. Why did rav say? We learned before that rav said, kederois bePesach yishburu, that you have to break pots. Rav held that you're not allowed to use the pots that we used for chametz after Pesach. You have to get new pots. Why did Rav say you have to break the pots? Yishburu that you have to break them. Well, why don't you just burn them out? Just like by an oven, you could burn it out. Let's burn out the pots after Pesach so that it burns out the chametz in them. Omalei, so he said though, there's a difference between pots and an oven. Hasam tanur over there, when we spoke about the oven, we're not talking about the classic oven, which is an earthenware oven. We're talking about a metal oven. Metal is easier to burn out, to kasher. Cheres, earthenware, is a little bit harder to kasher. Over here, we're talking about a pot that's made out of earthenware. So that, Rav, Rav, uh, Rav said, the only way to deal with it is to break it. There's no way to kasher it. And the Gemara says, and I, I guess the Gemara had a hard time with saying that an oven is, is metal, that the standard ovens in those days were cheres, were not metal. So the Gemara says, If you want, I'll tell you a different Eretz. That there's a difference between the pots that Rav said you have to break and the ovens that we see that you're allowed to burn out. And there's a difference between them. Why? Because both of them are earthenware. The oven is earthenware and the pot is earthenware. By the oven, the place that you fire it up is inside where the food is made. But by pots, the place that you put the, the place of the fire is outside of the pot, right? The fire burns underneath the pot. So that wouldn't burn out the pot the same way as the inside of an oven. So the Gemara asks the obvious question, so why don't you just burn out the inside of the pot? And if you say, so here too, let's burn out the pot from the inside. No, it doesn't work. Since pots are not made to have fire on the inside of them, so a person's going to be reluctant that he might break his pot. So Chayasale, he's gonna be he's gonna have like Rahmanis on the pot, he's gonna worry about it, Mishum Depaka, because it could break. So he may end up just putting the fire on the bottom of the pot, which is more common, Rashi says, and in that way he's not gonna end up kashering it because the fire has to be in the place where it absorbed it absorbed the chametz. So Zakti and Zakti Gamara based on this, Hilkach therefore, Hai Buchya, if someone has a a, a buchya, a buchya, Rashi says, is a something they used to, it was made out of tiles. I think it was made out of earthenware tiles, and they used it to bake bread. So the Gemara says about a buchya, which is also made out of cheres, that heisikoi mi bachutz, that if they fire it, that heisikoi mi bachutz, so that gets fired up from the outside, that's the way it was baked. It was like a, it, it, you baked, put bread in it, and you put the fire on the outside. The usser and the mimelet's going to be usser to use after Pesach. However, because a buchya is used for baking, you're not that concerned. A buchya is a very strong keli, 
So since a buchia is a very strong keli, we're not as concerned about putting fire on the inside of it. And therefore, ve'imalye gumri, if you fill it with coals, shapir dami, that's good enough. Omar le ravina le ravashi. Okay, so that's the end of the Gemara in terms of the oven and shmearing the oven. Now we're getting back to Hilchas Pesach, and we're talking about how to prepare our kalim, how to deal with our kalim on our chametzdeke kalim on Pesach. Zaki Gemara. Omar le ravina le ravashi. Ravina said to Ravashi, "Hani sakini." When a person has knives. So, bepischa hechi avdinan lehu. How do you make them Pesach dek? Omalei. So, Ravashi said to Ravina, this is my plan. Lididi chadeta ko avdinan. I make them new. Which the Gemara understands to mean that he's, say, that he's saying that don't bother to kasher your pots, just get, to kasher your knives. Just get new ones. So, Ravina did not like that answer. Umar Lehi said to him, Tenachmar, that's good for you that you're wealthy. So the Efshirle, so it's possible for you to have separate knives for Pesach. But Deloy Efshirle, what about someone who's not able to do that? So Baruch Hashem, you're able to do that. What about someone who only has one knife? So my, so what should he do? So Ravashi clarified that he wasn't trying to say that he buys new knives. Omar Lehi said to him, Ano What I meant was that I make it like new. I do something to the knives to make it not, to make it like new. What do I do? Kotaihu bitina. I I I take like like a, a, a mud and I put it on the handle because I'm about to put it by the oven, I don't want it to burn off the handle, so I cover it with, with, the, with, with uh, mud. And the metal uh, blade, I put it into the fire, and hopefully the mud protects the handle that it doesn't burn it. The hodar, so now, but the mice of the handle wasn't kashered, so after I take it out of the fire, I clean the mud off the handle, and then I put the handle into into boiling water. And the Gemara says, though, that when, you know, one is not mechuyiv to do that. And Chaim, I'm, I'm sure that you've seen that we do not we do not um, uh, uh, kasher our kalim by by putting them putting mud on the handles and putting them into a fire. We use hot water. As the Gemara says, v'hilchasan, the halacha is idi v'idi b'roischin u'bekliri shayin. That both um, that that um, both the handle and the blade could be put into boiling water as long as that boiling water is a kliri shayin. It's, it's in the pot that it was cooked in, so it's the it's the it's the most powerful boiling water, and that's enough to kasher the knives. Okay, and on that note, the Gemara says weiter. Rav Huna Yeshua said, Eitz parur. If a person has an Eitz parur, Rashi says that an Eitz parur is like a ladle. It's something that you use to pour from a pot with. So it's a wooden ladle. So if a person has a wooden ladle, the Gemara says, Magi'iloi v'roischen u'bekli rishen. You can kasher it 
for Pesach in hot water as long as it's a klirishon, as long as it's the, the keli that it was cooked in. Kosovar, because Ravuna Brede Yeshua holds, keboil oi kach paltai. And this is a klal, a very important klal. Keboil oi kach paltai means that the way that the pat or the knife or the ladle or whatever it is, the way that it absorbed the iser, in our case the chametz, so it's at that level of heat that it's pilot that it spits it out. So if a person uh, has a ladle that's put into a pot, so that means that the way that that ladle became chametz stick is by being put into a klirisha, by being put into the pot that the cooking took place in. So if you then take the ladle and you put it into a boiling hot water, it's keboilei kach paeltei. Good. Zokti gemara boominei me'ameimar. They asked a Shaila from Amemar. They wanted to know as follows. Hani money de kunya. What about if a person has earthenware kalim that are glazed? So there were different ways of glazing them, but they would put on a glaze that's, that, uh, that, that smooths out the outside of it. So it's not mamish like a, it's not mamish like cheres that absorbs everything because the glaze prevents it from absorbing. So, Are you allowed to use it on Pesach and assume that the chametz is not nivla, did not get absorbed in it, because it's glazed? So the Gemara says it depends how it's glazed. Yeroika, if it's green, so the green glaze is a type of glaze that still absorbs. So it knows there are different color glazes depending on what they used for the glaze. And when the green, that's not a question. The Vadaya Siri, that is certainly Yasser. Kiti Bailach, where do you have a question? Uchmi, the Chivri. If you have the black glaze or the white glaze, those glazes are a little bit uh, smoother. My, what's the, what's the uh, Alacha? Now the Gemara qualifies it again, and the Gemara says, The Heicha de Isbahu Kartufni Loiti Bailach. If there are cracks in the glaze, and by the way, if you look at, a, some, at, at old china, you can actually see this, that the glaze eventually develops cracks in it. So if the glazed klicheres has clack, cracks in it, so loitiboyel, so, if that's not a question, the vada yasiri, that's a vada oser, because, uh, because the, the cheres itself absorbs and the glaze is not completely covering the cheres. Kiti boyelach, where do you have a question? Deshi'i. Deshi'i means that it's completely smooth. My, what's the halacha? Are you allowed to use black and white glazed kalim um, on Pesach, even though they're chametz sticker kalim? Omalei, chazina luhu demidaisi. I've seen that the that liquid comes out of them. In other words, he says that I've seen that even these glazed things, that, that sometimes liquid ends up getting expelled from the keli, so I see that it's able to almabali, so I see that it, it does absorb, even though it's glazed, somehow it does get absorbed in the keli, the asiri, and therefore it's aser, and you can't say that, that, that it's poilate, that it sends out all the chomets, because because the Torah tells us al klicheres about a klicheres, because the Torah says a klicheres has to be broken, 
So the Torah tells us about a klicheres, that what it absorbed, whatever Indian, whatever Isser it has, does ne- never comes out of it. So, so therefore he says that it's Usser. So the glazed Kalim are Usser. Frekti Gemara, a very important question. Umayishna, so what's, how is this different? So how is it different if you have Yayin Nesach, which is Yayin that was poured by a guy, which is, which is Usser for us to drink. So Yayin that was touched by a guy. So the Dorish, so what about Yayin Nesach, the Dorish Meremar, we have a halacha that we learned from Meremar, that he says, money de kunya, that if you have glazed kalim, bein uchma, whether it's black, bein chivri, whether it's white, Bein Yeroiki, whether it's green, Shari. It's mutter if you had Yayanesech and a Kaili, and you spill out the Yayanesech, and you wash the Kaili, then you can put other, other things in it, and the Yayanesech doesn't aser the Kaili. How come by Chametz, Chametz asers the glazed Kaili, we just said, but by Yayanesech it does not aser the Kaili. Bechitaiman, if you want to suggest that there's a difference here, because the din of Yayin Nesach, the, the Yayin Nesach der Abonon, Yayin Nesach, the Isser of the wine, is an Isser der Abonon, Chametz der Eraisa, and but Chametz is der Eraisa, so maybe we're more machmer by Chametz than we are by Yayin Nesach, because Yayin Nesach is der Abonon and Chametz is der Eraisa, but that's not true, because called the Tokun Rabonon, Ke'en der Eraisa Tokun, because we have a klal about Takona is Chachamim, that when the Chachamim make a Takana, they make the Takana to be like the Deiraisa. In other words, when the Chachamim said the Yayin Esach is Aser, so that's with all the Dinim of food that's Aser. And food that's Aser becomes Nivla in, in a Keli. And even these glazed Kalim, they do accept the, uh, the they do absorb Iser, as we see by Chametz. So it's true that it's Durabanan, but the, 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 the way that we treat something that's Aser Midurabanan is the same way that we treat something that's Aser Midurabanan. Because called a Tokun Rabanan, whatever the Rabanan are misakin, Ke'en Dairaisa Tokun. They're misakin it like the Dairaisa. So he said a very simple Teretz. There's a very simple Nafkamina, a very simple difference between using Chametz in a glazed Kaili and using Yayanesach, and that is that wine is not served hot. And chametz is often served hot. So that's a big difference, because when something is hot, that's when it absorbs inside a keli. Cold food does not absorb into the keli. So the Gemara says, um, he said to him, The chametz were more machmer, because the way it's used, the way the keli is used, is for hat chametz. But But this, the use is for cold. So for cold, it's not going to absorb. Now, the Gemara was going to qualify that, and the Gemara is going to say that certain types of kalim we're not going to use, even if they were only used for cold chametz. Because the chametz that they were, that was in them, was potent chametz. And therefore, it could get absorbed even if it was only cold. So, Omar, this is what we're about to see. Omar Rava Bar Abba, Omar Abchia Bar Ashi, Omar Shmuel. So, Rava Bar Abba taught us in the name of Rabchia Bar Ashi, who taught in the name of Shmuel, that Kol Hakelim Shanishtamshu Bohen Chomets Bitsainen, 
and all kalim that were used for cold chametz, mishtamish bohen matzah. You could use them for, for non-chametz. You could use them on Pesach. Chutzmin be'sa'ar. Besides for the keli that the, a woman keeps her, her sa'ar and keeps her her her, um, her 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 mixture that she uses to make the 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 dough rise, like her her starter dough. So the the, the um, so the keli that a woman keeps that in is a very 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 potent because sa'ar is very very machmetz. And uh, and therefore you can't use it on Pesach even if it was only used for cold. Hoyel shechimutzei kasha because it's chimutz is very strong. Amar Ravashi and Ravashi said ubeis charoises. Beis charoises has nothing to do with charoises. Beis charoises is charoises over here means um, like some type of a of a. Um, of a strong, uh, vinegary, you know, very powerful um, uh, mixture. So if it's used for, for, let's say, vinegar or such a strong uh, um, ingredient, and Rashi says they would put chametz in there as well, so it was really very, very potent. So, kebeisa'or, it's like a beisa'or, it's like where she puts her sa'or, shechimutzei kosher, that the chimutz is very strong, dummy. It, 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 it's very strong. Amarava and Rava said, "Hani agni de mechuza." Rava said that the bowls that are used in mechuza, that um, they that they use for kneading, hoyul utediri, since it is common, since it is uh, it, it's it, it's commonly used lemelash behu chamira to knead chametz. Umashu bahu chamira, and chametz is also kept in it. So kebeisar, it's like the beisar, it's like the keli that a woman keeps her sa'ar in. Shechimutzei kasha, that it's a very powerfully chametz, and therefore it will be usher even if it's just used for cold. Shechimut, uh, um, it's also like dami. It's like a beisar that the chimutz is very strong. Frakti gemara pshita. Yeah, okay, so that's bamish like a beisar. What, what's the difference? So the Gemara says something fascinating. Zakti Gemara, there was a Havamina that the bowls in Mechuza are not the same as a Beisa'ah. Ma'u Tema, I might think, Kivan de Revicha, Shalit Bahu Avira, Veloi Bali. I might think that since they're very wide, so they have a lot of exposure to the ear, so therefore the Chimotz is not going to be so strong on it and they're not, it's not going to absorb Chimotz. That it still absorbs chimots. And believe neither, when we do Daflam and Aleph, Amen Aleph, we will start from the Mishnah. You have been listening to a Shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other Shearim on many topics, or to hear an Eon Shear on any Daf in Shas, including Myron McClaimus on each Shear, please visit www.shasIlluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call. 203-312-SHAS That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org